Konnichiwa. And howdy y'all. I am Leslie. And I am Laurie and welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom. Kaboom. Where we talk about all things Sumo. Yeah, and today we're getting into the Basho days one through three. That's right. It's been a good start so far. Yes, it's been a great start so far. I think I'm just happy as a clam. Just enjoying watching sumo in 2022 boys that you love watching are back again for another round except Super for fun. my which, faves oh except takayasu. for takayasu which you know what we might as well go into a news flash so just heads up it's not too late to get a bingo card we have bingo cards available, right? We have a few left. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I have well, not check the numbers, but I assume that yes, we do. Yeah, so get those bingo cards. You could win a prize. You could win it for a Makikoshi or a Kachikoshi bingo. So get those cards and remember to play. Also, I'm going to give you a little bit of old news just because either maybe last week I just wasn't on it. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I just like missed some, because we took like a two week break. I was like, oh, that news happened over the last two weeks and I just kind of forgot it. Oh, what? What? Well, Hoshoryu was rookie of the year. I mean, that is the- Oh yeah, we didn't talk about yeah, that. Yeah. It's the 58th Grand Sumo Tournament Best Newcomer Award. That's a mouthful. From Chunichi Sports. So- Anyway, you would think, oh, he's just been given an award by some random paper or organization. But no, this is a big, big deal. His uncle actually won it 20 years ago. Oh, that's cool. And asked about that. He was like, oh, is that so? Like, even he had no idea. He said he didn't even know it all, but he was really happy to be able to get the same award. And that's encouraging for him. And so he was exploding with joy and smiles. And he did... um he did his uncle's pose, you know, his uncle's like yeah. belly thwack thing. So nice. I like to kind of see that from from him. So that was fun. Okay, so if you are one of the lucky few who's actually at the tournament, no food, no drink for you. Oh, I didn't realize that. They have stopped. Only only if you are like thirsty for hydration are you allowed to drink anything. So they got advice from a infectious disease expert and they were like no food no drink so so more people can come in but it's they still can't eat or drink no not more people i think it's 50 or, or 5500 or 5000 people at the coca geekon it's half full it's at 50 percent. yeah it's the same it's been for the last year or more but uh well, why does it feel more full this time maybe they're moving people down i think that's it <laughs> yeah there's people right next to the ring for the first time then because it feels very different watching yeah. it that may be the adjustment that, that they made. Like, as I watch it, I'm like, this feels more like it used to feel. Yeah, I think they're clapping and they're ooing, they're eyeing, okay. and they're right next to the ring for the first time. It feels great. It does feel nice. We hope everyone's safe, though. Yes, but you can bring your sequins. Oh, I have not seen anyone in <gasps> sequins. Oh my god, there's a couple. Well, yeah. There's a couple, a man and a woman, who've been on the front row, and the guy's wearing gold sequins, and the yes. woman's wearing pink sequins. Yes. Right next to each other. This is the sumo content we need. I know. If you and I were there, I would be dressed as loudly <laughs> as I possibly could. You would be. Just You'd for like... people who listen to us to be like, oh, there they are. But Lord knows we'd never get a seat down that low or that oh, great. We'd be, be awesome. at the nosebleeds. Anyway, I just made Larry listen to this because it is truly... Just one of the greatest things that's come to us in the fandom world of sumo is there's this more recent version of the Hakioi Hakioi song sung by a bunch of Oyakata 
Kakaru being one of them. And um, they have a longer version, like teaser video that I guess the real long video isn't out yet, but it's a teaser and it shows Kakaru singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. Here's a little snippet. And now the end is near and so I face Now, was so that good. not the most amazing thing? I cannot wait for that full video. Me neither. It's going to be fantastic. It's just so profound. It's him at his at the end of his career and he's starting his new chapter of being an Oyakata. It's all about retirement. I love that he chose my way and I love that he's singing in English. I'm just putting it out there because if you, you know, send out a thousand ships, one will return. And I'm just putting it out there. I want to sing karaoke with Kakaru. Or anybody, actually. I just sing with Any anybody. Any wrestler. You you would also be an amazing singer. I was going to say, I would like to be in on this. Yes. We want to sing with a sumo wrestler. So if you're a sumo wrestler and you're out there. <laughs> you're listening. And you're listening. <laughs> hit us up. We want to sing up. with you. We will sing anything. We will be your backups. We'll but... learn a Japanese song oh, to sing with you. 100%. This is my goal for 2022. I love it. Can I make it by the end of the year singing a duet with a rikishi. That would be so awesome. Wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah. Would you take an announcer, though, instead? Oh, my God. I Yeah. Okay. If Murray wanted to sing. Exactly. If John Gunning wanted to sing. There we go. 100%. I mean, I'm putting it out there for Konishki. If he's listening. <laughs> yes. I will. I would just go nuts if I got to sing karaoke with Konishki. How about Musashimaru? Musashimaru. Absolutely. I mean, he's busy coaching people. He's I got know. stuff to do. I know, but still. But if he's got a little free time, yeah. we could sing some Rush together. I don't know <laughs> what he grew up in. Journey. Go Britney Spears. No, I mean, he's he's like older than us. I mean, he grew up in, you know, Rush and, uh, and uh, you know, he's, he's closest to our age, right? But I was going to say, a little he bit might older. not be older than us. No, we he might is. be the same age. No, 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 he is. He's closest to our age okay so whatever music we grew up with if it's wham maybe they maybe want to sing he wham. really wants to sing wham <laughs> an air supply oh my god air <laughs> supply yes come on a girl can dream right yep back and ready to rumble i know we've been watching a lot of obby and it's been very exciting rudin is back from suspension and he's hanging out in makushida and he is clearly kicking ass down there from yep. the position of makushida Five, but also down in Makushida's Akiseyama. He's at uh, Makushida Thirty. So remember, he broke his jaw. I've mm -hmm. been very worried about him, but mm -hmm. he uh, he's down there. He's wrestling. So people I miss seeing. It'll be interesting to see when we might see them back up in the higher ranks. I hope sooner rather than later. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's all I've got. Awesome. Let's get into day one. All right. As I said earlier, the excitement level is up. There's a lot more oohs, a lot more ahs, because it seems like there are more people in the arena. I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely loving it. Mm -hmm. First off, I just want to say congrats to Oho. Oh, I'm sure he's listening. Oho. And Wakamoto Haru. Yes. Both won their first day in top division, which is pretty darn cool. 
Yes. The fact that it's your first time up in this top division and you win on the first day, that is a fortuitous beginning. It is. The story for me on day one, there were plenty, but I have to tell you, I really enjoyed the Sadanaumi and Aqua yeah, fight. Yeah, that was so fun. It was really athletic, started with a good old-fashioned headbutt. Aqua tried a kakenage, but it was a no-go. Sadanaumi shut that business down. He tried again, but Sadanaumi did the most beautiful airborne Yuri Taoshi flipster of Aqua ever. He crushed him. It just was so satisfying <laughs> to watch. <laughs> and and that for me was like cemented loving the return of Sumo. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. And also from Sadanaumi, he's looking feisty. He did, kind of goes under the radar a lot of the time. You know, he just does. But there was something in that match where I was like, ooh, Sadanaumi. Yeah. He's He's bringing, he's bringing his A game. We I got like the, it. Uh, it's a sudden Umi spark. That's right. Okay. The next fight that I truly loved on day one was Hoshoryu versus Chiyoshoma. I just love the outside leg trips. And every time it happens, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Well, and two Mongolians who it, are like, well, and one leg of trip whom... is like what they start out doing at age two is just tripping each other. Well, and... <laughs> against a guy who I am just like, oh, stop with the hankas. You yeah. know, Chiyoshoma is yeah. my villain now. Yeah, and so I'm like, Hoshori, you can, you can take, Hoshori, you can take that boy down. That's right. As often as you like. I loved it. Uh, Sotogake is the name of that takedown. And I hope Hoshoryu just keeps it up. There were lots and lots of great fights on day one, but I am going to skip ahead. There were um, a couple of really exciting ones. At the end, might as well talk about Takakesho versus Wakataka Kage. And let's just say that Takakesho cannonballed yeah. Wakataka Kage yeah. completely out of the room. He bulldozed Wakataka Kage. He obliterated Wakataka Kage. How can we say it? He ran over him. He blasted him to kingdom come. <laughs> he smashed him. It was just two shoves, one to the bales, the other one completely shoved him out. And I thought, this is such a strange sport that I love to watch. But yeah. there's not much more exciting than that. No, it's it's just seeing a, a train coming at you full force. And that's what Takakesho was to Wakataka Kage, just standing on the tracks. Yeah. Going, oh, I hear something. It's like in a Marvel movie when the hero comes flying out at the villain and then the villain ends up across the street, you know, like against the wall and the yeah. tiles are all coming off the wall. So that's pretty much what Takakesho did yeah. to Wakataka Kage. Oh, what a weird sport. I love it. And the last fight of the day, Fuji versus Daisha. What a way to start the tournament on yes. day one. This was so close. Let me see if I can explain it. Daisha immediately got Fuji up high and sort of back on his hind legs. Hind mm -hmm. legs. Like he's got four <laughs> on one back leg. I know. Terada Fuji recovered and uh, was really going for Daesho's belt, but Daesho was not giving up on no, that. He was Notawa so aggressive. Attack. Yeah. He put in everything he had into this bout on day one. Terada Fuji absorbed that attack and he just kept going for anything he could. You could see him trying to get the Kimidashi, trying to wrap up Daesho's arms, but Daesho stayed in, somehow wrapped the two of them up chest to chest. Like Terada Fuji just got himself in, in the middle of it, and he was like, 
I am not going to let you do this anymore. And somehow Daesho slipped out at the very last shove trying to take Terra Fuji out over the bales. Daesho ended up on his belly in the ring just before Terra Fuji stepped out and back. Yeah, but, but it was really exciting. Yeah, that, that face he made when he was on the ground right before he got up was like, like oh, oh, I was so close. I yeah. almost had him. It was almost like Daesha was saying, I want to be an Ozeki one day. I have to be able to beat this man to get there. And I will. There was some determination in him about this match that was just, he was on fire. Yeah, he was. Terunofuji's defensive sumo is so good these days. Really, really good. It's so different than, say, Hakaho, who is always aggressive, right? right? Especially towards the end. It's like... If he was doing defensive sumo, it was it was rare. But Terunofuji is just like, I can take whatever you have to give me and I'll just wait for my opportunity. He's a problem solver. Yeah, let's call him a problem <laughs> solver. I just, when he first became Yokozuna, I was a little afraid to see him pushed back, rocked back on those knees. knees. Yeah. But he's much stronger there than I give him credit for. Yeah. And he can take his time. And well, he I did it he beautifully. he compensates in his lower back or his upper butt. Whatever he, those he's muscles just strong. Are. He's just strong everywhere. I mean, you can tell that man lifts a lot of weights. Day two. Let's talk about, do you remember this Tochinoshin versus Ichiyamamoto bout? I liked this one. Yes. But before we get there, mm-hmm. can I just say something I noticed about Oho? What? Because Oho wrestled before them. Mm-hmm. Oho's pre-bout ritual looks like something from a theater class. Because, oh, I have not seen that then. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's good? It's good. It's, uh, well, he's you know, conjuring it's a little... up the memory of his grandfather. Yes. He is He's leaning over. He's yeah. like bending his knees and he's leaning over and he's like just shaking it out, shaking it out, and then rolling up. I thought that is exactly what we do in like theater training. Alexander Technique. <laughs> exactly. You'd expect to be like many mumbling mice are making midnight music by the moonlight. Exactly. Many mumbling mice are making midnight music by the moonlight. Exactly. It's working for him though. It's working. Yeah. He's on fire. Just keep it up over. Day two, he's two and oh. All right, but back to Tochi Notion versus Ichiyamamoto. Ichiyamamoto, he had a solid left hand grip on Tochi from the very beginning. Ichino or not Ichinojo, Ichinoshi Tochi what what am I saying? <laughs> I think you've combined tochi. the two into like Tochi Yamamoto or Ichi <laughs> Ichi Notion. I'm having January brain. Anyway, Ichiyamamoto has a solid left-hand grip on Tochinoshin. Ichiyamamoto drives Tochinoshin backwards, and he forces him out. He's focused and unrelenting, but also, again, Tochinoshin is at the end of his career. You look at this body of strength that is Tochinoshin, but he doesn't have access to all of it anymore mm-hmm. because of injury. It's like, we know if he gets a makikoshi, he's down in Jirio, and maybe he'll hang out in Jirio, but it's, you know, he's unlikely to go away for a while and drop all the way down and heal his body and come back, you know? Mm. And that's what's sad about watching Tochi Notion at this point. And in some ways, I'm just like, oh, she just retired. I mean, make the money from the <laughs> from this basho, but then maybe go out on top, you know? I liked this fight for a slightly, well, it's similar reason, but slightly different reason, though, too. Mm. When Ichiyamamoto began... He went for a double-handed Notawa in the very beginning, mm-hmm. and I could see his pre-planning. It was as if he said, I 
am going to do everything I can to get this guy's head and neck up, and I'm not going to let this guy get my belt. Because when Tochinoshi fights, if he gets your belt, you're done. Well, and that's how he's primarily won exactly. with his inner knees, is with the strength of his upper body. If he can get that grip, he'll lift up and lift out. Exactly. So Ichi Yamamoto had planned, it seemed like he had planned it thoroughly, where he said, "I whatever happens... I have these long arms. I have a long body. I'm just not going to let this guy catch me. I'm going to do everything I can to keep him off balance and moving backwards. And it worked. Yeah. And uh, even though, yes, it's sad to see Tochinoshin sort of falling and thinking he might retire soon. I really enjoyed watching the new guard take over the old guard. Yeah. Yeah. Youth versus age and wisdom. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Sad Clown or Happy Naomi versus Ishiura, although Sad Naomi was sad after this one because Ishiura had this powerful shitatanage. Okay, so Ishiura, after the Tachiai, gets forced backwards, but he gets a left-hand grip on Sad Naomi, and he just sets up for this beautiful throw by stepping back, opening up to the right. He was right at the edge and Sada Naomi just gets thrown down. This was a textbook execution of Shitatanage. It was beautiful. It was, it was lovely. a beauty of a throw. And also, this is where I have to start noting. I have been watching these on Abema TV, if yeah. I absolutely can. And one thing that's really lovely about Abema TV is they are not afraid of the close-ups. And they gave... Honest to God, like a five-second close-up of Ishiura's ass. That was so <laughs> compelling. Well, if I there's thought... anyone's ass I want to see, it's his. Exactly. He is the sumo buns <laughs> of sumo. I thought, he why the don't buns. they do this on English coverage? I'm thoroughly loving it on the Japanese coverage. Keep it going. We need more buns. Yes. If you're listening, it, more, more buns. buns, please. Okay, well... We had a lovely Katasukashi from Takanosho versus Kiribayama. Kiribayama, he looked good until he kind of got messy, though. He just got a little too rattled. Takanosho managed to get the Katasukashi grip under Kiribayama's left shoulder pit, and um, he just kind of ushered him down. Kiribayama, at the same time, sort of slipped, so he was sort of assisted in the loss <laughs> by Kiribayama. Mm. But Takanosho really showed some nice defense right up against the ropes. And he dodges and shift away, shifted away from Kiribayama's advance. And uh, he manages to stay inbound. And he waits patiently for that grip that he wanted. And he got it and threw a lovely Katsukashi at the edge. Now, the bout that we're all... I, I always walk away with a sick feeling in my, in my stomach was Shodai versus Ura. Now, this is pretty pretty straightforward uh, win for Shodai, but what I was just talking about is injuring yourself or, or going for it at the edge mm-hmm. and how how you fight up to the edge can lead, lead to injury because Shodai just charged at Ura straight up after the Tachiai. He looked aggressive and he was forward moving. Ura tries to evade laterally, but Shodai ends up following him and pushing him out. But the force of which... Shodai was pushing at him and Ura's going with it and fighting in that same with the same momentum instead of stopping it has him flying off the doyo and he hit the ground hard and he just smashed the heck out of his out of his noggin we think well I mean I, we couldn't see it on the TV or at least the version that I saw I saw see it. in the slow-mo on NHK you could see his head hit the ground and then bounce and then it's a split second where there's no movement 
And it was a very, very quick thing. But I was like, he was lights out. And then when he got back up, he could he was stumbling. He couldn't get balanced enough to get up on the doyo and you know, bow to his loss. The good thing about it was this time, the Yobidashis, the people were up there immediately Mm -hmm. and assisting him, Mm -hmm. which makes us feel better. It's like, why do we have to let him stumble over and fall over again when we know he's clearly concussed? Mm -hmm. And um, they at least stood by him, let him bow, help him get off the doyo, walked him all the way back to the Hanamichi, sit in a wheelchair and get, you know, carted back to the doctor who is going to examine him. Mm -hmm. Now, he was back the next day. You know, it's not like they have rules that say, hey, if you've been concussed, you're you're out for three or four days. I know if it was me, I would have said, I'm going to take the next few days off. Yeah, especially when, you know, the next day you're going to touch you with somebody and you're going to headbutt. You know, it's dangerous. But at least, at least there were some changes we saw, some actionable changes. Mm -hmm. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. That that we saw that made me feel better that said the JSA is trying to take care of the wrestlers or give them the support that they need. Yeah, because they were there immediately. Yeah. As soon as he stood up and they could tell he was so unsteady on his feet. Yeah. You could, I mean, obviously tell that the room was spinning for him. Yeah. Then there were people on both sides and both sides of him to keep him standing so that he could bow. I thought that was great. And get him down safely. Yep. I don't want to watch sumo when people are uh, struggling to stand and can't get down from a doyo and they just let him suffer through it. Like, you're all champions, but uh, I'm not willing to watch that. So I'm glad they made that change. Me too. Last bout of the day, Wakataka Kage versus Terenafuji. Wakataka Kage, he did an outstanding job. And he, at the very top, after the Tachiai, he grabbed on to the Yokozuna's arm like he was kind of super glued to one of his arms, sort of flinging Tedanofuji to get his momentum moving, to get him sideways or off balance. And I thought that was a really interesting approach to like, how do you get at a Yokozuna when you're significantly smaller, you're not as strong? How can you work against his center of gravity? And you can tell Tedanofuji, he is used to anything coming at him. And it really actually, it doesn't rattle him all that much, but it does kind of work in Wakatakagage's favor. It takes away some of Terunofuji's focus and forward momentum. So Terunofuji tries it. He pushes sideways on the shoulder of Wakatakagage, who is now charging the Yokozuna backwards. And the crowd is actually scared. They all gasp because Terunofuji is sideways and he's kind of a little off balance. He does not have solid footing. But from this position, Terunofuji finds himself in a good throwing position sideways. So he grabs over the shoulder and sets up a really nice kotanage throw from kind of an above position. So this match to me was, again, the calm patience of Terunofuji, his brain working through, here's all the shit these people are going to throw at me. Here's mm-hmm. how I'm going to react to each one of them. And he executes and wins at the edge, wins in the last second. But also, I liked it because you can see some of these younger wrestlers who are so hungry to get up to the top, mm-hmm. to be an Ozeki, to get in, to like hang tight in the Sanyaku for a while. They are throwing everything they can at the Yokozuna, because that's the level that they're fighting at now. Mm -hmm. This is the best guy in the ring. And I find that it's really fun to watch them throw every knife they can. Yep. And (laughs) to see what sticks. It's fun. It's really fun. fun. In the same vein, I still miss Hakaho. I know. And we all miss, we'll all miss Hakaho. I think all the sumo fans probably miss their Yokozuna. I mean, I know there's people out there who are still thinking things like, I miss Haramafuji. I miss Asashoryu. Yeah. 
We all yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also just want to mention, because I love this fight, Tamawashi on day two versus Daesho. Two guys that love to go for the Notawa attack, mm-hmm. taking on each other. Mm-hmm. And it was just as you would expect it would be. It would be two guys. Going for each other's throats. Well, and they they hit so hard at this brutal tachi eye that they actually Daesho ricocheted backwards it was a little bit off of Tamawashi's head. His headbutt is the best in the biz. It really is. He did try to regroup, though, but Tamawashi was just all over him with that Notoa. Yeah. Well, and who won? The guy with the longer arms. Yeah. Tamawashi won. <laughs> yeah. I just... Love two guys that go at it the exact same way and uh, watching to see who comes up on top. And it was Tamawashi. Okay, day three. First off, I just have to mention the new guys are still doing well. Mm-hmm. Oho won on day three. He's Wa- three and oh. Yeah. He's Wa- on the leaderboard. I know. <laughs> Wakamoto Haru won against Tochinoshin. Yeah. Uh, so again, we're seeing these new guys take over the old guys, you mm-hmm. know, and it's this constant it rotation. It is the cycle of sumo. It's the cycle of life. It's like new guys coming in with all the strength and energy and then getting injured and then going back down mm-hmm. the wheel. It is the wheel. Ichi Yamamoto meeting Aoyama. Oh, I love that fight. It was a long, long bout. But Ichi Yamamoto came out on top taking out a much, much larger foe, mm-hmm. using his height to his advantage. Just major props to these newer guys coming up from the bottom. I loved the Hoshoryu versus Hokuto Fuji fight. Really well done, you guys. They seem to be evenly matched. In the beginning of this fight, it was a lot of arms going wild and a lot of throwing the arms to the side. It was like, you're going to take me on this way, I'm going to take you on that way. They were kind of all over the ring. The way it ended, though, was just something spectacular. Hoshoryu grabbed Hokuto Fuji's shoulders and he backed up to the bales and then kind of slipped to the side and followed the bales perfectly around, pulling down on Hokuto Fuji's arm and shoulder as he went. It was just exemplary ring sense and a really beautiful hikiotoshi. It was great. Meisei versus Ichinojo was a spirited romp around the ring. Mm-hmm. A beautiful yorikiri ended it when Meisei got Ichinojo's belt and walked him back and out. But again, I just have to say thank you for the television service for giving me the close-ups of Meisei's ass that I didn't know that I needed (laughs) because his ass is loaded. He's got like a tape tramp stamp on the top of his ass. He's got a lowered injured back. And that's why that, that was interesting to watch for me because Ichinojo was spirited and moving quick compared to how he's moved in the past. He was looking good. So a you little agree. feisty. It was a spirited romp. It was a very spirited romp. But Meisei was on fire. On fire. And his back didn't... It didn't seem to slow him down too much. But yeah, the tape reveals your injuries. Yeah. And it must <laughs> and be I was quite like, severe. That's a lot of tape. Right? <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of tape holding <laughs> muscles together. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Mitakeyumi met Wakataka Kage. And Wakataka Kage tried to move very, very quickly here. But honestly, Mitakeyume's size won the day here. And Wakataka Kage could not move fast enough. Mitakeyume just walked him back and over the bales. He has a way of packaging up people that I think is so cool. He does not let them move from side to side. I don't know what it is that he's doing with his arms, but he stays so low and right in front of people and packages them up. 
Well, he's wider than <laughs> maybe he doesn't have to Waka move Taka side Kage. to side as but much. But his arms, you know, his upper arms his are waist really, really big. But if you're trying to keep somebody going from right or left to evading laterally, he kind of blocked in Wakataka Kage and he was like, you can't go this way. At the same time, forcing him backwards with yeah. his other hand. It's like and Tetris. he has the ability to do it on the other side. I'm willing to bet that if we asked, Mitakiyomi is ambidextrous. Oh, he might be. He might have equal strength and equal agility on both sides of his body because that match proved that to me. I was like, he's good left. He's good right. He has equal strength. He is controlling either way. Well, and he's had that ability for a good long while. It just seems that sometimes he's just not quite as energetic. Like sometimes he just doesn't show up yeah, for well, whatever he's on reason. Yeah, run. So he... Yeah, I think he's showing up. He's showing up. He's showing up. Daisho versus Shodai. Oh, God. I don't even know what to tell you about this, except that it was just perfect timing from Daisho. Perfect pushes on the chest of Shodai just took him straight out. Well, and Shodai was back to slow Shodai. Shodai was not happy with himself afterwards. You could see it all on his face. You could see him think, oh, I made the same stupid mistake and left myself open for that. Shodai didn't like it, but Daisho sure did. But I have to say, the fight of the entire day was Takakesho versus Ura. And I guess, you know, when I first saw Ura back on day three, I thought, oh no, what's he doing back on day three after a head injury? However, if you have to take on anyone after a head injury, why not make it Takakesho? Because you know exactly how he's going to come at you. So you can keep your head out of the way, knowing he's just going (laughs) to cannonball himself. You could be super, super, super fast and try to stay out of the firing lane, which is basically what Ura did. Right. He was was to the left. He was to the right. He was spinning. He was just like all over the place. And Takakesho just really couldn't catch him. Once they finally locked up, Takakesho looked like he had already run a mile. He was so beat ass tired. So beat. And I found myself, I was on my feet screaming, oh my God, Ura, you have him. Come on, you've got him. He is out of gas. And Ura went for one huge final push as Takakesho went for the pull. They both went down at the same time. Ura on his belly, Takakesho on his knee. Uh, but that initially, was initially. Initially, the judge gave the win to Takakesho, but there I, was a Manoi. I, when I saw that slow-mo uh Takakesho got he got ripped off his they went down at the same time not the angle i saw it the elbow of ura clearly went down first it was a split second but you could see it in the slow-mo oh when the one that i saw it totally looked like they went down at the same yeah, time yeah he got Takakesho actually won that first one but they were both going down but yeah the elbow of ura from the slow-mo that i saw from nhk he clearly hit first interesting yeah okay and another so, angle that i saw looked like they went down together and that that's what the judges uh, eventually decided it, it was, was a super close. i mean if, if they're if you're gonna do a rematch of anything it made sense to do a rematch it was that close it was and uh what was great is they showed the reactions on both of their faces when they went for the Tori Naoshi, and neither one of them were happy about no, having to do it they again. They were like, I am so friggin' beat. <laughs> they couldn't catch their breath. Well, and especially Ura. Ura. Well, he's, all he's been eating is cheeseburgers, so he's not really well-fueled with good energy-type <laughs> foods. But he's got to be faster than Takakesho. Yes. And so they went through their shiko again. They caught their breath. Well, I should say one of them caught their breath. Ura caught his breath. Takakesha was still 
panting crazy when they started up again. All Ura had to do was meet and move. And that's what he did. Takakeshu just cannonballed right through. He tried to stop himself, but honestly, he had no more gas in the tank. Could not stop himself. So it, uh, it just took one shove from Ura and Ura walked away with that yeah. win. Uh, well, I mean, Ura was smart enough to be like, he's coming at me straight out. I'm going to shift to the side yep. and he's going to go forward. And I slap him down. And it was, again, textbook. It was great. The first fight was fun to watch for so many reasons, as well as the second fight. Yeah. I really feel like we got such a great double feature just well, with those two. And, you know, Ura, you know, from the day before had his brain just kind of rattled. rattled. So to make that choice to not really, to, you know, shift to the side and around to the back and slap down was a way for him to avoid another head bash, you know? Yeah. He knew he had, if he had a head bash in there, it was going to be with Takakesha today. He didn't want two head bashes from Takakesha. Yeah. So no. that was actually a smart choice to protect his head. Now, now just when you meet Hokuto Fuji, avoid the headbutt yet yeah. again. Or Tamawashi. Like there's some guys where you're like, just keep your head far yeah. away from my head. Yeah. The last fight of the day, Terano Fuji easily dispatched Kiribayama, just wrapped him up and dumped him ringside. What a monster. I'm loving it. It's a good first three days. Yes. Oh, even though I... Do not really watch the numbers in the first three days. Here's the guys that have not lost yet. Terano Fuji, Mitake Yumi, Onosho, Abi, Miyogiryu, and Oho. Wow. Who would you say that you love the most? I love you. Nice. That's our, that's our new sound effect for who we love the most. And it, right now, we're loving Terano Fuji. Terano Fuji. Yeah. And I honestly, I can't cut it down. I love them all at different moments. I'm going to say who I'm loving is Abby. I love you. That's right, Abby. I love you. We'll see how week two goes. Can I also just say, mm -hmm. Ura? I love you. Because. Absolutely. We are all loving Ura. He is so exciting to watch. There's never a dull match with that kid. No. He brings the entertainment. Yes. All right. That All right. is it for days one through three. Yeah. We'll see you next week where somehow we're going to try to compress seven days of sumo into one 45-minute episode for you. <laughs> Wish us luck. Yeah. All right. Talk to you next week. Sayonara. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.